0: All right, let's do this. 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. If you're driving around right now, I don't know where you're going. It's Friday night. Maybe you're hitting up the club. Maybe you're hitting up the Big 12 tournament. Doing a little P&L action. And you're like, wait a minute. Is that the sports machine? Damn right. Sports machine, Sean Levine. How I got here, I don't know. I I think here's what happened. I was in Colorado, so I was high up on the mountain. And the boss texted me and he was like, Hey man, can you uh can you do me a salad and host next Friday night? And of course I I haven't done this in a minute, at least here locally. I do my thing on Becky Well all the time. But I was like, absolutely I'll jump back on for a night, not thinking at all, one, I mean Friday night, I'm old enough, I don't have a life anymore. But two, that it was the Big Twelve tournament and that, you know, there might be a basketball game on. So whatever. Here we are. I'll keep you entertained. And we'll keep you updated on said basketball game. The Jayhawks are four-and-a-half-point favorites against Iowa State. And then later on tonight, you got Texas, Hook'em Horns versus TCU. The Longhorns are a two-point favorite. We got a lot to talk about here over the next three hours. There's breaking NFL news. I've been to the new airport. I'm telling you, this is going to be fun. If you want to talk about it or text, you guys listening tonight, text me. Just be like, yo, what's up, bro? 913 586 7610 That doesn't even sound right. That wasn't even the number last time I hosted the show. 913-586-7610 is the phone number. Shoot me a text. Say what's up. Let me know what you're up to tonight because it's been a while, and who knows we're going to get t- together again, let's be honest. Um, Lucas Bell, my boy with me across the glass. Lucas, you doing all right tonight? Hey, I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Sick shirt over there. I like the Arkansas shirt. See-wee! There you go. That's pretty good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Always been a big, well, Big enough Arkansas guy. Really like the, I, I love their mascot. I think they got probably one of the top, I don't know, three mascots.
1: A lot of Tigers. A lot, a lot of cats. Tigers. A lot Only of Only one cats. Razorback, baby. Mm-hmm.
0: Only one? There's no other Razorback. back. Not as long as I've been alive. I can't even say the word. Did you hear that? <laughs> There's no you more. You can just say back. hog. Goodness. Sound like <laughs> I'm six deep. Anyway, hit us up on the text line. Let us know how you're doing. 913 586 7610. All right. There we go. Texts are rolling in. They're listening. Um, I also have a point here coming up in a few minutes. And when I say a few minutes, I don't know, sometime in the next three hours. I think Patrick Mahomes is already pretty close to catching Michael Jordan of being, quote-unquote, the dude. You guys know what I'm talking about. We can have arguments for every sport, every guy, every level. But when it comes to basketball, we don't. nobody really logically argues against Michael Jordan. If they do, they're wrong. We're getting pretty close to that, obviously. I think people consider Tom Brady the greatest quarterback of all time. But when it comes to Patrick Mahomes and what he's done already early in his career compared to what Jordan did early in his career, because I mean, let's just really break it down. Like, all all that really matters if you're talking about best of all time titles, how many times did you get there? How many times did you win them? Individual stats and individual awards. And then what was the popularity of the sport at the time? Because the NBA back when Jordan was doing his dang out there in Chicago was. It wasn't new, but you know that was when they had you know Jordan and Bird and all those different dudes. Magic Johnson. That was the I would say that was the prime, the heyday, the apex of the NBA. And you could argue that's where we are right now, at least with eyeballs and money on the NFL. So we'll get into that later on. Like I said, I was at the airport. How do, how do you, anybody that's been to the airport? And I'm not talking about taking the tour inside or gotten excited, looked at it from the outside. Anybody that's taken a flight to or from the airport, shoot me a text. 913-586-7610. Because I wonder if my opinion is the popular one or if my opinion is, uh, is way far off. Honestly, I've always been known to be in both places. On the breaking news today, before we get to college basketball, the Chicago Bears, dub Bears, trade the number one overall pick to the Panthers. Man, the Bears got a haul. They got a bunch back. They got two number one picks, including the Panthers' number nine overall pick. They got two number two picks. And then they got DJ Moore. I've always been more of a DJ Khaled guy myself and another one. DJ Moore, a number two, two number two picks, two number one picks for who? I mean, I don't know. Maybe you like CJ Stroud. Maybe you like Bryce Young. I That sounds like a lot to give up if you're the Carolina Panthers. So that's the news in the NFL. It also makes me kind of wonder, are there Panthers in Kansas or Missouri? Like actual Panthers? I know there's big cats. One time I was camping out actually at Lake Latawana, and I saw either a I don't know what this thing was. I, I don't want, I, I, I'm going to sound like an idiot, more of an idiot than I already do. The thing looked like a puma. I mean, just a Big-ass cat. Do we have those here? Um, And then the news that everybody cares about, obviously, college basketball. While we're talking about animals, how about them Tigers? The Missouri Tigers. Very, very impressive win today over Tennessee. Obviously K-State lost last night in the Big 12 tournament to TCU and then my Jayhawks are playing right now. They're up 8 to 2 over Iowa State. I'll keep you updated. So no need to flip any stations or anything crazy like that. Just go ahead and keep it right here on 610 Sports Radio and I'll keep you updated and entertain the entire way and tell you more stories about animals and, you know, whatever else I decide to tell you about. When it comes to college basketball locally, I I think everybody's got a chance. I can't believe I'm saying this. I, like, I cannot believe I'm saying this, but if we would agree on the basis that it's a very wide-open year, that there's probably 10 to 15 different teams that ultimately could end up cutting down the nets at the end of the season, how many of those teams are around here? We know that KU is one of them. In fact, there's only one team that's got better odds than the Jayhawks to win the national championship, and that's Houston, and I do love me some Cougars. Oh, man. I've always loved me a good Cougar. But KU is the second favorite at 8-1, to one, followed by that basketball school called Alabama. UCLA's 9-1, to one. Purdue. And then you kind of start getting in the weeds a little bit. 18-1s, to ones, Arizona, Baylor, Gonzaga. If you're driving around right now going, well, what about K-State? I mean, K-State spent a lot of time in the top 10 this year. What are their chances of winning the national championship according to Las Vegas? Well, I have it for you. They're 66 to 1. I don't know. It feels like maybe putting down 10, 20 bucks on them then hedging your bet. And then I know there's some Missouri fans driving around right now, puffing their chest out, going, all right, what are our odds to win the national championship now? Because here's my thing. I don't really care as much who's beat you, when it, this comes to when I bet when I'm trying to bet my own money to win a national championship. It doesn't come down to as much as who's beat you, because everybody loses. It's who have you beat, right? Who are you able to beat? What type of teams are you able to go, especially on a neutral court, because that's what the entire NCAA tournament is, and go out there and beat? And I got to tell you, and this pains me, Missouri can beat a lot of different teams. And if you saw what they did about an hour ago, putting the final touches on Tennessee, Tennessee got all the way up to number two. Number two? in the country this year. some Somebody thought to vote them, a bunch of people did, the second best team in the entire country. And last time I checked, if you're the second best team in the country, you certainly have a chance to win the national championship. Well, Missouri beat them today, and Missouri beat them in the regular season. I'm not saying the Tigers are going to end up in the Final Four. All I'm saying is, if I was a team, not my team, I'm KU, I feel good. But if I'm Team X, right, if I'm a random team out there, I don't want to mess with any of these local teams. Missouri's a chameleon where they can kind of play you in a bunch of different ways, and we've seen that so far along in this SEC tournament and really along the regular season. Nobody's paid attention to them, and then you look up at the end of the regular season and go, damn, really? They're ranked number 25. You know it's a good conversation. Who should get, I guess, a fictitious local coach of the year award? Would it be Self? Would it be Tang? Would it be Gates? I mean all those guys have overachieved based on what we thought they had going into the season. It's easy to say all oh, Bill self. Yeah, but Bill self also had two first round draft picks leave for the NBA and he was able to oh no problem make up for them. Jerome Tang not a whole lot of expectations and I would say the same thing for Gates out there at MU and those teams those teams if they get the right matchups along the way everybody could make a run. 913 Five eight six seven six ten. Keep those texts rolling in. I will keep you updated on uh everything sports related. Oh, now they're now they're really rolling in. Okay. All right. Here we go. Yo, what's up, bro? From the eight one six. What's up, bro? Welcome back, sports machine from the nine one three. Ah, it's good to be sitting in this seat. New airport is sick from the seven eight five. Okay. Is that what you is that what you think? You think seven eight five, you think a new airport is sick? I'm gonna get to that coming up here in like Seven minutes. My thoughts on the airport. My my first trip. Uh, Eight one six says it might have been a bobcat that I saw. A cougar, bobcat could have been. Eight one six, welcome back. Miss you on the drive, dog. What can you do? Eight one six. Me and my buddy definitely saw a mountain lion. Lake Latawana, two thousand and one. Could it not Now now. Here's what I want to know. Could it have been the same mountain lion? Is there like a singular mountain lion? Because my uncle Joe's lived out there forever, and I've been out there a few times, and I swear I've seen that same line. Is there like a is there is there a line of a lot of water that we don't know about? Mufasa nine one three the machine what yeah that's right uh, five six three where are you at five six three is that Mars or is that five six three is your <laughs> oh man oh goodness I need to grow up. Um, suddenly the bears might be the best franchise. Stop. Stop five, six, three. Come on. Uh, nine, one, three sports machine. Always been a big fan. So has my mother. And then nine, one, three. What about K state? I got there. You didn't think dude, I love K state. A lot of people don't know this about me. I spent two years of my life out in Manhattan, Kansas between being a terrible high school student, blue line Northwest, and then eventually going to college at KU all my friends went to K State. So I was also like a bum. I lived out there, Ninth and Morrow, right down the street from Aggieville. I have love for K State. I worked at Kites. My talk is anybody listening to this right now? And there's got to be some K State people listening right now, because maybe you were hoping to hear your basketball game, and now you hear me talking about working at Kites. Yeah, I loved it out there, Aggieville. E-maw. Uh sports machine. Damn good to hear from you. Doing my Uber runs near downtown, but my God, it's great to hear you, bro. Drive safe out there, man. And speaking of Uber, that's part of my problem with uh, the airport story coming up here in just a little while. 903, Tennessee point guard, towards ACL, so that's what killed him. I'm not, yeah, I know. I understand what happened. Tennessee wasn't at full strength today. Still a good win. It's not like they beat him by one, they beat him by what, eight, nine? Like that was a solid, solid win. Uh, Neil from Lone Jack. What up, dude? Glad to hear you're still listening. 954. Tang. From the nine one three, he deserves it because the Big 12 is so strong. And that's why I think if you're a gambler like me, by the way, check out my show on the BetQL Network tomorrow. Actually, listen to it. If you're going to listen to it, listen to it a week from, and you're a fight fan at all. Yo, a week from Saturday, we have on Justin Gaethje, the highlight. We have on Kamaru Usman, one of the better fighters of the generation. And we've got on the champion, Leon Edwards on the BetQL Network. You can check it out here on 1660 AM, our sister station. Every Saturday, your boy's on. Anyway. Back to uh, the Big 12 Coach of the Year conversation slash who would get it locally. Yo, Tang, he he might be the biggest overachiever of all of them. I will say that. Because Bill Self, I mean, let's call it what it is. His baseline, even though he did have two first-round draft picks gone, was pretty damn good. In the case of Mizzou, I always thought they had enough talent that it was just maybe a transfer two away that they would make some moves. K-State, I don't think a lot of people thought a whole lot of that team. And now here they are. And, and I actually think, again, it doesn't matter who KU gets. KU's as talented, as deep, as well-coached. By the way, get, get well, Bill Self. Prayers your way, my man. But they got all, everything you need where matchups aren't quite as important. And they're probably going to be the number one seed in the Midwest and have Kansas City. So there's a lot of arrows pointing toward Kansas making another deep run. Which, by the way, while we're on the subject, I I don't know if people realize just how hard it is. To win back-to-back national championships in college basketball. Because all the best players are one and done. So, if you've got a great team, and and even if not, think about Mario Chalmers, for example. When KU won the national championship back in 2008. That dude wasn't even going to go pro. He was an afterthought. They had all those other guys. Shady Arthur, Brandon Rush, all those dudes. And then, ultimately, because of his shot, because of the run, he left. He left. So all I'm saying is if you're any good and play at Kansas, you're going to get drafted. You're going to take your opportunity over that comes around, and then Bill Self has to rebuild every single year. So he's done an incredible job. The fact that we're talking about not just them being a one seed but have a chance to win the national championship, the last team to do that, guys, was Joe Cam Noah's team back at Florida. I don't know what you guys were doing 20 years ago, but it's been a while, and it might be another 20 years. I'm not saying it's in the bag or anything like that. All right, we'll take a quick break. And then on the other side, Let's talk about the airport a little bit. If you've been there, I want your opinion, 913-586-7610. If you haven't been there, I'll give you mine coming up next right here on 610 Sports Radio.
1: Hey, Royals fans, it's Vern, and the Hot Stove Show is back on 610 Sports Radio Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock. Now, this team went through a lot of changes this offseason, and there are more to come as we enter this new era of Royals baseball. And each week, I'll bring you all the news and notes from spring training, plus have the players and the coaches in the front office on as we get you set for opening day at the K. Now, if you miss any of the show, you can find it on demand at the Odyssey app or at 610sports.com. Ladies and gentlemen, baseball is back. And your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City is 610 Sports Radio.
0: Good the neighborhood. Sports machine, Sean Levine, back behind the microphone. Appreciate you checking me out here on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com. And they tell me all over the world on the Odyssey app. Y'all are kind of weird, though. Who's Foreskin Jim? Do we know who that is, Lucas? You're not familiar with Foreskin Jim?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if I want to know
0: who that is. That's either. not your buddy from high school or anything? No, no, no. You're not kicking it with Foreskin mm-hmm. Jim after the show now, are you? Mm-mm, well, no. apparently he's just been sc- uh, spotted at the quick trip in Overland Park. I don't I don't know why that was texted to us.
1: Yeah, and it texted twice. Four, I'm looking at it like four times. Four times. Yeah. I don't know why it's important. Is something we need to know.
0: N- not as important though as I think uh, you should call the local authorities. No, nah, I'm not No, nah, force or can, that
1: person should.
0: Force can it's just a, it might just be a bad nickname and that's coming from somebody <laughs> who's got a bad nickname. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> By the way, speaking of bad nickname and the sports machine and all that, I was watching the KU game yesterday at a uh, place that doesn't sponsor this radio show. So I won't give it love, but it was on Shawnee Mission Parkway. It's like down the street from the radio station. And the guy I'm I'm watching with a couple of buddies, one of my buddies is drunk as a skunk because he got there for the early game. And I get there, so he's he's feeling good. He's all S-faced. My other guy does what he always does, which is like gives me that slap across the face right when he sees me that's way too hard. I'm like, dude, come on. Goodness gracious. Nick Diaz would be proud of that slap. Anyway, and uh, and we're down the street. We're down the street at said bar. You know what? I, I I feel like I should get. I feel like I should get back to this story and get into the airport things. So I'm getting a lot of texts of people are like, "Yo, what's your opinion on the airport? What's your opinion on the airport?" I'll get back to the bar story here in a minute. But let me get to the airport thing. Are we cool with that, Lucas? Yeah, the
1: airport. We, I would say you you opened up a can of worms. Okay. I mean, that's the most popular topic, and you can't the last two. Uh, weeks, okay, all right. So. Let's
0: get to the airport thing, and then I'll get to the bar thing. I don't want to upset anyone. Bar stories are always good, too, right? So, the reason I was at the airport is because I was flying to Colorado. And I've realized that the older that I get, the less fun that I am, the bigger pansy that I become, and it doesn't matter if there's any sort of elevation change from Kansas City, I'm sick. If I go too high, too low, if it's too cold, too hot, if it's too far, it doesn't matter. If the time zones change, crescent moon, it doesn't matter. And, uh, and I was going to Keystone, Colorado, and I get to Denver and all of a sudden I'm just, you know, feeling like crap. And I get to Keystone all the way up there and felt like crap the entire time. And then the fact that people get on ski lifts and think it's fun, I'm way too old for that. How did I improve the technology of ski lifts since like 1970? You're telling me they can't figure something out, some sort of seat belt, some sort of, I don't know, make me feel a little bit more comfortable? Hey, get on this old-ass crookedy bench. And it's not going to go like 10 feet high. It's going to go like 40 feet high. And then the second that I started complaining about it, I swear, the second I said, I was on there with my nieces and nephews. They range from the age of five to nine. And I am, this is the first time I got on in like 15 years on a ski lift. And they're like, Uncle Sean, look how beautiful it is. And I'm like, shut up, kid. Just hold on. And they didn't put that bar thing down. It's a kamikaze mission. I, I cannot believe how scared I've gotten Since the last time I skied and now. But anyway, that's not, again, my ADD is kicking in. I didn't take my Adderall. That's not what you want to hear. You want to hear about the airport and how I got there. First, let me say something nice about the airport. Um, It looks really cool from the outside, right? The old one looked like crap. It looked just, you know, there was really nothing to it. I'll say that. I heard that it's the only airport in the country that has two barbecue smokers. And, uh, you know, I always love a good smoker, if you know what I mean. But let me, say, let me tell you about my actual experience at the airport a few days ago. And this was when I go. I went on a, a, a Saturday and then got back middle of the week. And take into account that I think for all of us, when we're leaving town, we're in a much better mood than when we get back. Because when you get back, your trip is over. You're tired. You're stressed. If you had fun, you're bummed out that you have to get back to your normal life. You got to figure out your way home. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. When you're leaving, you're all optimistic that it's going to be, as I just hit puberty on the radio, you're optimistic that you're going to be able to go out there and have the greatest time of your life. And, you know, it's much, most of the time, I find it easier to leave town than come back. So when I'm leaving town and to go to Colorado and I go to the new airport, first I'm like blown away. I look up and I'm like, wow, this is our airport. Because let's just call it what it is. Some people love the old airport because of its convenience, but nobody ever said, man, this airport's beautiful. Man, this airport's fun. Man, this airport is entertaining. Nobody ever said those things about it. Everybody that wanted to compliment the old airport, and I'm one of those people, we had one good thing to say about it. You guys all know where I'm going with this. It's convenient, which is true. Yo, super ass convenient, guys, and nothing compared to the new one. And then we knew that it was going to be that way. And I had no problem with that when I was walking down the, I don't know, three and a half mile stretch. Yeah. I could have gotten on one of those things, but if I stand on one of those things, you know, I'm talking about those moving walkway things, Lucas, I feel weird. Like the rest of the day, I feel like I'm on it. So I try to avoid those things. But when you're at gate C 68 and you're starting at one and there's a lot of stuff in between, it's not the old airport, so let me say that first. My second experience, and that's not me complaining, that's just me telling you that the old airport really was convenient, and everybody's heard the expression, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I honestly don't think the old airport was so broke that we needed this. And I know people are going to be like, what are you talking about? Because here was our complaint, right? We always complain about the same thing. We complain that there wasn't enough stuff to do, and for layovers it was boring. and for, that's That's all true. Well, I'm going to th- Throw out a crazy suggestion that doesn't matter now. This is hindsight. Add some stuff. And don't just sell bologna sandwiches. Did you ever go to that old bar? I think there's only one of them. Maybe two inside the airport. Get something to eat. Yo, they even throw like, horse meat or bologna. Place was terrible. Terrible. So the new airport does have a lot more options. That's where I ran into problem two. I was so excited. I got there early. I want to see what my new airport looked like. Got through security. Start looking around. All right, heard about all these options, these two barbecue smokers, these bars, right, these different places to get burgers and local whatever. So I start wandering around. I got plenty of time before my flight. Sit down at the first restaurant. Smells pretty good. I'm hungry. I need to, you know, get a little energy for my upcoming ski trip. Don't want to fall off that damn ski lift. And uh, I sit down at the booth, and the guy comes up to me, and he goes, beef or pork? I'm like, dude, I know that I'm in Kansas City, but is this some sort of joke? Beef or pork? And he goes, and I, there's a big menu in front of me, man. Big menu, all kinds of stuff. And he goes, yes. Pete, now he's like frustrated with me. Yes, beef or pork? And I go, well, I think I was maybe going to get a burger well done with cheese. And before I even got the word cheese in, he goes, we have beef and pork. That's it. And I'm like, oh, all right. Well, that's probably what the last three people I've seen that you talk to have gotten up and walked out of here, which I did. Go down to another restaurant. Second restaurant, again, smells pretty good. I'm thinking, all right, no problem. It's opening week jitters. We all have these issues. And, I'm again, I'm not mad. I'm just telling you about my experience. And I go, and the other one, I sit down, and the guy goes, chili cheese fries good? And I go, yeah, chili cheese fries are great. I didn't know that that meant that that was the only thing I could order at that restaurant. So, again, it sounds like it's, like, not quite ready. You know those screens that tell you when your flight's leaving? Mine said that mine was leaving at 2643, and I don't really know how to do that Army time thing, but I'm pretty sure that doesn't go higher than 2400. Pretty sure about that. That can't be a time. And it said my flight was on time, so everybody had to individually walk up and say, yo, what's up with that? And then I and maybe I missed it. One other thing that I would think that they would have at that new airport is a bunch of local sports art. I was thinking back, I mean, damn. How many times do we need to host a championship series? How many times do we need to host an AFC championship game? Well, we hosted it in 14 with the Royals, in 15 with the Royals, in, what, 18 with the Chiefs, 19 with the Chiefs, 20 with the Chiefs. Hope you're not getting bored. 21, 22. I mean, come on. There should be all kinds of – that's all it should be. Throwing my Jayhawks, winning a national championship? Kidding me? Murals everywhere. Big murals. Big, big murals. I'm a big mural guy. A 913-586-7610. Keep those texts rolling in. Machine, missed your brother. Great to hear you. Great to hear you. Or see you. Or see your text. I don't know, man. Thanks. I appreciate you texting in. Uh, From the 903. Glad you're back, dog. I'd like to see the Chiefs grab Laramie Tunsil. Ooh, the old gas mask if the price is right. Uh, nobody asked me about a gas mask, but and I'll just say don't knock it till you try it. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, you got the phone number, 913-586-7610. Checking us out on the Odyssey app. Got Lucas Bell with me. I'm optimistic about the new airport that once it settles in, that it's going to be exactly what we've needed, right? Like a little bit more space, a little bit more entertainment, something where you walk in, you're not immediately... Sad, even though you're headed to Las Vegas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it man, if you ever especially if your flight was already delayed and then you're ended up stuck stuck at that old airport, 3 a.m. rolls around, you've been resting your head on your damn carry-on luggage for a couple hours already, and you know that all the homies are already partying at the Bellagio, this may or may not have happened to me. Oh my god, that's that's when you're like, This airport sucks. I can't I can't even get a drink. I can only get a bologna sandwich. It's the, only, it's the only. Well, maybe that's the only thing I had there. So at least the airport's better than that. Um, we there, there's lots of sports news today. By the way, um, the big news I would say, if you care, the Chicago Bears have traded the number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers. They got a haul for it. They got the number one over, I'm sorry, they got two number one draft picks. They got two number two draft picks by number two and number one. Of course, I'm talking about the rounds, if you're not confused enough. And they also got DJ Moore as part of the deal. All right, got to take a break. On the other side, there's a few wide receivers out there that I think as Chiefs fans, y'all might be interested in bringing here if we can do it on the cheap. And I think both these dudes are going to be on the cheap. We'll talk about it next. Six ten sports radio. Hey, uh, KU's up twenty five eighteen over Iowa State Big Twelve tournament. Seven forty six left in the first half. I am the sports machine, Sean Levine. Across the glass from me, that good looking gentleman spinning the wheels. He is Lucas Bell. 913 that's the phone number, and I think that I've gotten everything out of the way that I have to. I actually did a Levine's list that we'll get to at some point because my nephew, when we were on this Colorado trip, he has a Nintendo Switch, and so we were playing all the old Nintendo games. And I think that's basically when I stopped playing video games, but it made me think, just in case I'm on a ski lift... And the boss texts me and says, hey, man, do you want to jump on the radio for the first time in months? Maybe I'll come up with a list. So I started typing it in my phone. And look, here we are. So my top 10 favorite original Nintendo games coming up later on in the show. Hopefully. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm here for that. Man. All right. Well, good. I, I'm a big uh, retro video game guy.
0: I'm just saying, if you're not here for it, then we're in trouble. So I need you. <laughs> I need you bad, man. 913-586-7610. of course, the phone number, the text number, you can always chime in on that. 2518 KU 730 left. In that game, at least in the first half, I should say, their four-and-a-half-point favorites are my Jayhawks. Coming up later on tonight, Texas is a two-point favorite over TCU. All right, let's get into the Chiefs. You guys like the Chiefs? You guys like football? Huh? Chiefs fans, right? Um, I think one of the most impressive things that the Chiefs were able to do this year was basically make us forget about Tyreek Hill, right? Right? And I'm not talking about Tyree kill and what we used to talk about him, or I'm not talking about Tyree kill, you know, at the end, Hey, two was more accurate and all that stuff. And you know he didn't get the ball enough times. I'm not talking about any of that stuff. I'm just saying the stats and the way that the chiefs used to play, it almost used to feel like Patrick Mahomes had two dudes out there to throw the ball to. Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill. And then whenever anybody else got it, it was like, who? Word? He's still on the team? Oh, no kidding. What's in it? Byron Pring? Who? A bunch of guys like that. And I'm not saying that they weren't any good. I'm just saying there's a lot of guys like that in the league. So you would think if you lose a Tyree Kill, an absolute superstar, a top five wide receiver by every account, either Patrick Mahomes number one or number two target for the first four years of his career, that you would notice it. And frankly, you didn't. Whether it was the style he played, whether it was who he targeted, whether it was his stats at the end of the year. I mean, dude won the MVP and the Super Bowl, and Tyree Kill was also able to have a great season. I don't know. Maybe that's one of those trades you can talk about that ended up really working out for both sides because Miami does need Tyree Kill. Like if they have any chance to ever do anything in the playoffs, at least the next few years, by the way, they uh re-up with Tua or They're going to um, honor his fifth-year option. So is going to be in Miami, the quarterback for, as long as he's healthy, knock on what, man, that guy, for at least the next couple of years, throwing the ball to Tyreek Hill. And obviously here in Kansas City, you look at the wide receiver position for the team that just won the Super Bowl, and I don't think any of their stats are really going to blow you away. I don't think that you're going to look at a Valdez-Scantling. I don't think you're going to look at a Juju Smith-Schuster and go, man, Because we had that guy is the reason why we won the Super Bowl. But let me tell you a couple of things. One, at least they're on the field, at least more often than not. Think about Sammy Watkins. And I feel bad talking smack on that guy because I did it every day in the afternoon here for two full years. Until he finally was somebody else's problem. But really the most important thing that you can do is just be on the field. Just be available. Be out there, practice. Be out there on the field. and. That's what these guys were by and large for the Chiefs. And here's the good news. I think for the rest of Patrick Mahomes' career in Kansas City, knock on wood that we're talking about another 10, 15, 17 years. I mean, the dude's 27 years old. I think you're gonna see a lot of these type of wide receivers. I don't think there's I don't know if you're ever going to see once Travis Kelsey retires in a few years, I don't know if you're ever gonna see another quote unquote superstar pass catcher in Kansas City. The reason you saw Tyree Kill here was because he was already part of the project before Patrick Mahomes got drafted and because Patrick Mahomes is on a rookie contract. Rinse and repeat everything I just said with Travis Kelsey. Right, All that was already in place by the time that Patrick Mahomes got here. But once Patrick became more expensive, you had to start looking at other ways to fill in the holes, i.e. we better trade away Tyree Kill if he wants the biggest contract that any wide receivers ever had. So I think that you're going to see a lot of okay wide receivers that Patrick Mahomes turns into pretty good to really good wide receivers for the rest of his career. Let me throw a couple of names out there that have become available essentially today. Adam Thielen, the Minnesota Vikings said bye-bye to him. And he's had a very underrated career. I was looking at his numbers, a bunch of thousand yard seasons, a bunch of double digit touchdown seasons, and I think he's still got a little bit of gas left in the tank. And that feels like a move to me for a player like that, I'm not calling him a Hall of Famer, but a really good player, really good career, wants to go out there and chase the ring, I don't know, I got a pretty good idea for him. I'm just throwing it out there, free advice if you want it. Maybe play with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I don't know. Come here. Odell Beckham. Tried out for a bunch of teams earlier today. I think people right now are driving around going, nah, screw that, and so am I. Here, I got a couple problems though, Odell Beckham. One – I don't know that Beckham has ever been. He did win a Super Bowl, so let's give him credit. He was really good in that game, but I, I, until he got hurt. But I don't know. I don't know how much he's about the team at this point in his career after already, after already getting a ring than he is, you know, putting up stats for whatever his next contract is. Because it's not likely that he's going to get a one year deal. So what I'm saying is, is it worth it for a guy that probably a little overrated, probably a guy a little long in the tooth? coming off of an injury, hasn't had a 700-yard season for the last six years, is it really even worth talking about? Probably not, so I'll stop. Draft? Anybody? Go up there and draft a wide receiver? There's a few of them out there. And I think the Chiefs have shown us, especially this year, that as long as you've got Patrick Mahomes back there throwing the football, you're going to get your 40 to 50 touchdowns every single year. Is it going to be Tyree Kill? Is it going to be this guy, that guy, somebody they draft, Nicole Hardman, whoever it is? The math at the very end is going to be the same. 913 586, not 586. Sex is not a number. Well, I mean, I don't know. 913 uh, 586, Got that Levine's list I promised for you coming up here in the second hour of the show. Um, Coming up in just a little while, we'll get into college basketball next after a quick break, but coming up after that, top of the 7 o'clock hour, when I do shows on the Bet Keywell Network, sometimes I'm doing with a guy, Ryan Rothstein, works out for WIP out there in Philadelphia. And me and my guy are doing a show last week. And this guy had the audacity to say, this is live on the radio all the way across the country. We're on like 70-something stations. He goes, Well, yeah, man, but I think everybody knew that Philly was just a much better and more talented team from top to bottom than Kansas City. That's why they were the favorite going into the game. And I was like, huh, huh, huh? What? What?" thought I was going to have an asthma attack. And then he went to commercial break. This dude, he's like, everybody knows that Philly was better and more talented. Let's take a break. It's like, dude, you didn't even give me a chance to defend my team. Then we got into some other crap. So guess what? I'm bringing Ryan Rosty from WIP on this show coming up in about 15 minutes. I'm going back. What were you talking about back then? We'll bring him on Kansas City. Right, Lucas? Roast his ass dance. Love it. See, see how that goes. See how people feel about that. Um, and then one last complaint real quick about the airport, and then I'll stop. Because I know it's new and people are excited. Finding an Uber sucked. That was one of the. That was one of the best parts. I don't need to yell. Getting a little excited. That was one of the best parts about the old airport was finding an Uber after you got off your flight. If you did Vegas like me, cheap. Here's the way to do it. Or at least was the way to do it. Spirit Airlines. Say a prayer. Even if you're not religious, just say a prayer that that you know everything works. Plane comes. Plane lands. You've got a seat. They don't charge you four dollars to use the bathroom. Just say it. Just say a prayer. And then just carry to carry on because then you don't have to worry about any sort of a charge. And, man, I'm telling you, when you get off that plane because you're feeling like crap, you've been in Vegas for 48 hours. I just want to, you know, find my Uber and get home at that point. You used to step outside. I mean, right outside your plane. And if you took another, you know, giant leap for mankind, you could make it right to your Uber. And it would say 2B and you'd look at the door and you're at 2F you know, F, and you're like, that's not too bad. I could, I could deal with that. I could walk down a few doors. It ain't like that now. It is not like that now. I got off. I called my Uber. So it said, all right, homie's waiting for you. Wasn't his name. Don't remember. And I start making the haul. Now he's waiting for me, starting to charge me. I'm waiting one minute, two minutes. I'm asking people. Obviously, even the new employees don't know where it's at. Oh, what? What are you looking for? I think it's left. It's right. Down there, up there. I went everywhere in this damn new airport going around. Finally, I get outside. I asked the, I don't know, traffic cop. What do you call him? I go, hey. Where's the Uber? Start to charge me. I'm like yelling at her like it's her fault. She goes, Oh, you gotta go over there. The whole thing was just not as it's just not as easy. Not as easy as it used to be. Anyway, 15 minutes later, I'm finally in the Uber. I, I needed I needed a big sign that said, Uber. You know why? Because when people get off flights, they ain't right. Whether it's the jet lag, whether it's the trip they were just on, whether it's because they just got done sleeping. Don't don't tell me that it's, what they call it? Ground transportation? I'm not that smart, damn it. Ground transportation? To me, ground transportation is like, I don't know, trains and trams and stuff like that. There's got to be, am I wrong? You can't just say, I think, might, I think maybe once I got there, to be fair, it said ride share. But you really had to walk up next to that thing and be like, okay, I think I'm in the right spot. But I got there. All right, I'm done complaining about the airport. Um, don't forget, coming up at 7 o'clock, we're going to bring that guy on from Philadelphia, from WIP, and ask him what he was talking about. Coming up next, we're going to talk about sports right here on 610 Sports Radio.
1: Hey, this is Brett Beach, and you're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio.
0: Good Friday evening wherever you're over here checking us out here on 610 Sports Radio with my guy Lucas Bell on the Sports Machine Sean Levine. Good to be talking to you guys first time in a long time. Uh Lucas, my friend, are you a hey, yo. are you a movie guy? Oh yeah. You are. Definitely. Have you seen Cocaine Bear? Yes. You have seen. I have. It. You have. Okay, good. Okay, we yes. can we can have a little blew conversation my mind. <laughs> because we were talking about the Chicago Bears trading the number 1 overall pick and it made me think Maybe I should go see Cocaine Bear, and then I book tickets. So that's the plan tonight after oh, the show. Oh, you haven't yeah, seen it? No, I have not oh, seen it. Oh, man, prepare. No, but I'm going to see Cocaine Bear. It is a good time. Is it? Oh, my God, yes. It Really? Yes.
1: It's one of those, like, cheesy movies, but if it was good. If it was, like, actually a good movie.
0: Is there a storyline that you were able to follow? Yeah. Is the only storyline that the bear ate cocaine, and then all of a sudden there was a bear that would be scary anyway, but then his ass was on cocaine, so he was scarier? And maybe willing to fight people. It,
1: well, it definitely delivers on that premise. Uh,
0: it definitely <laughs> delivers on that premise. Okay. Uh, Does the bear? Do you see the bear eat anybody? Oh yeah, you
1: do. Oh yeah, limbs yeah. ripped off. Elizabeth Banks is uh is the director. Don't give anything for away. It. I'm just asking oh, general well, questions. She's just the director, uh, and she's a good she's a good story writer in my opinion. And so like she yeah, it, it's it's actually like a pretty good story. It's it's pretty funny. It's a comedy. To be honest, like it's a comedy.
0: Do you think it'd be funny if I wore my Devin Hester Bears jersey to the movie? <laughs> I guess so. Huh? A good little laugh. There. If
1: if if people, yeah, I mean we're a football town. We'll,
0: I bet some people in the theater will get that. There's no way anybody picks up on that. <laughs> There's no way. It's a cool jersey though. It's the orange one. Does it have bears on the front or does it say Chicago? It says nothing. It's a football jersey. You that's kidding right, me? That's right. Come on, bro. how many of them say that? I'm sure. I think Cleveland does it dead have for like, a the little
1: bear on the on the sleeves?
0: Yes, it does. Okay. Yes, it does. It's very. It's it's, it's, (laughs) it's, it's all I'm going for. (laughs) I mean, I also have a. Now that I think about it, I do have. I don't know what happened to the head. One year in college, I went as a grizzly bear and I had the full outfit. But over the years, I think that I've lost a grizzly bear head. That would be ideal. I've still got the paws. Does that do anything for you? Yeah, yeah. where are those paws? If I show up to cocaine bear to Devin Hester jersey and bear paws, I think some people are going to be like, this dude's all in. I would love it. If I saw you walk in, I'd high-five you. Anyway, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. (laughs) My my tickets are booked. I'm going to be – I booked it before you told me it was good, but at this point, now I have you to blame if it sucks. That's fine. I appreciate that.
1: I stake my entire reputation on the cocaine bear. All
0: right. Uh, Coming up in less than 10 minutes, we're going to bring on Ryan Rostein. He does radio out there. Well, he does BetQL radio. He also works out at WIP Philadelphia. We were doing a show the other day on BetQL. This dude goes, well, Philadelphia is obviously the better team and more talent. I'm like, okay, (laughs) what? What? I'll roast your ass in Kansas City in a couple of weeks, and that's now coming up in five minutes, so don't go anywhere. Also, I've got a Levine's list for you coming up in hour number two. Man, we got a lot to talk about. Aaron Rodgers. You know Aaron Rodgers has turned into at this point in his career. And frankly, I don't know why anybody ever pretended that Aaron Rodgers was cool or fun or funny or any of those things. It felt like just because he followed Brett Favre and because Brett Favre kind of screwed him for a long, long time and came out publicly and said, I don't need to teach this guy. And he slid in the draft and you know he's an easy guy to feel sorry for. And then he came out right away and he was really good. But because of that, we pretend like he was funny or like charismatic Aaron Rodgers is always, what's the word I'm looking for? Sucked. He's always sucked. Not at football. I don't want to say it life. Cause that's just mean, but his personality, people like that. I don't even think it's a dry sense of humor. I think it's a dry, nothing. I think he's just a different, dry, dark therapy. He's just a different kind of cat, and I'm that's fine. I'm weird doesn't bother me. I'm weird too. He's just he's almost rude. Doesn't he come across kind of? Can I say prick? He comes across. That's that's what he comes across as to me. He's stuck up, angry. You know who he reminds me of? You know who, if there was a, a lifetime movie of Aaron Rodgers, you know who would play that? And these guys look a lot alike, too. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. It's the Aaron Rodgers' life story starring Kevin Durant. Yo, those guys at one point were both so likable. Remember my mom the real MVP? And then now it's every single interview. It's I don't want to be on this team, both these guys. Remember with the Nets and even at the end with Oklahoma City? Dude, all right. Talk your way out. Talk your way in. Aaron Rodgers, we know you're not going to not play football this year. As soon as you say yes, somebody's going to – they have to give you $58 million. Of course you're going to play. Why well, are you holding anybody ransom at this point? And Kevin Durant used to be such a likable dude. OKC, Texas, kind of the local ties. And then he just become so jaded over the years, acting like people – Kanye West, Kevin Durant, Aaron Rodgers. All three of those dudes. Remember the college dropout? Remember how cool Kanye was? How likable? His mama took him to Ikea and all that stuff? What happens? What happened? Goodness gracious. I think I'm opening doors. I think I'm opening pathways here on 610. All right. We got to take a break. And then coming up next from WIP radio out there in Philadelphia, we're going to bring on Ryan Rothstein. He's a cool dude. And uh, ask him if he really, if he if he really believes what he said that Philadelphia was the much more talented team in the Super Bowl. Don't go anywhere. Two hours left. He's Lucas. I'm Levine, and this is Six Ten Sports Radio.